Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so happy to have you here with me. I've been receiving so many good messages from you saying that you love to listen to my podcast when you're driving, when you're doing your household chores. And I am just so happy to have you here and supporting my work. My goal is to help you improve your communication skills, your listening and speaking. Sometimes I bring some English lessons, such as grammar lessons or just lessons that will help you hone your communication skills. But some other times I'll just open my heart and talk um, with you about life in general. I've talked about ADHD, I've talked about my past, I've talked about my childhood. And today is one of those episodes that I'm going to open my heart. But before doing so, I'd like to ask you to subscribe if you're not a subscriber. I don't know how it works on podcasts if you have to subscribe or just follow me. But if you don't need to subscribe, you can just follow me here. It will help me a lot and can also share with your friends my podcast that will also that will also want to learn English and help grow my community. If you want to learn more English with me, you can do so by following me on Instagram. I have two accounts. If you are Brazilian, I have an account where I teach English and Portuguese. Now, if you only speak English, I do have an account in English as well. I also have a YouTube channel where I post videos twice a week now. Yay, I'm so excited. So this week I started posting twice a week. I'm going to post on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it's always going to be a topic that will help you improve your communication skills. I'm not only going to focus on grammar just because, but I want to focus on the grammar that you can use when you're communicating in English. So everything has a purpose. When I teach, everything has a purpose. It was strategically thought. So yeah, so just follow me there if you do not follow me and um, follow me here subscribe follow me i don't know thumbs up whatever and share with your friends if you also want to support my work you can do so by clicking on the link i'm gonna leave in the description box down below um supporting this podcast you can donate however you like how much you want you can donate one dollar one cent just to show your support and keep me moving sometimes it's very discouraging to work on the internet and i'm gonna tell you all about it today so today I didn't wake up feeling well. Um, nothing related to my health is just emotionally I'm very tired and I'm very discouraged. So when grow when I was growing up, I never knew what I wanted to be. I never I never had that feeling of I want to be a teacher, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a biologist. I've never had a dream of becoming anything. I just knew that I wanted to be really good at something and that I wanted to help people and I wanted to have a career that will allow me to grow and become like the best professional I could. And it also would allow me to grow financially. We know there are some careers out there that for you to make tons of money is just very hard. It doesn't really matter how hard you work. 
You just have to be very creative. You have to find the right job, the right position, in the right place at the right time. And so, I've always wanted that. I w- I wanted to help people. I wanted to be really good at something, and I wanted to grow financially. I wanted a job that would give me the opportunity to be more and grow. Um, I I'm a dreamer, and I always dream big. I never dream small. I never I'm never content with the minimum or the least I can I can get. I always want more. And that's what keeps keeps me moving. That's what motivates me. For me to wake up every day, I have to be motivated into something. I want to be I want I need to want to be something or someone very important, special and knowledgeable. Otherwise, I won't ju- I won't feel prompt um, to work or do my best because I'm not challenged, um, and that's what I like, and that's what keeps me working hard. The challenge, the opportunity, the hope for a better future, a future where I'm gonna get what I want. So, going back to when I was growing up, I never knew what I wanted to become. In Brazil, it's kind of different the way you apply for college. I don't know how it is in your country. But in Brazil, you have to choose what you want to do first. So, for example, if you want to be a veterinarian, you have to choose the career, so veterinarian. And then you have to choose the college. You have some options. You have public and private schools in Brazil. The private schools you have to pay money to enroll, but the public ones are for free. The public ones are the best ones still. Um, they are known for their research, and if you go to a public school in Brazil, you're very smart. That's what people think, that you're very smart. So it brings you a social status that you may not have when you go to a private school. But don't get me wrong, private schools are amazing, are great, but just in general, what people think is that if you go to a public school, you have the brains. Um, now, if you don't go to a public school, if you go to a private school, there are many reasons. There Maybe because you couldn't um, get approved or maybe because it was just too competitive and you got tired of waiting. There are people that are, you know, they spend seven years studying to get into the college they want. Some other people, like, they just give up along the way. So they don't want to wait seven years. They just want to get in college right away. So that's what they do. It's not that if they're not smart, sometimes in Brazil, colleges are very competitive and it takes you so long to get into college and you have to dedicate your life to studying. And sometimes you have to pay really expensive courses to be able to at least have a fair shot into getting to college. So when was my time to apply for college? I had no idea what I wanted to be. I've always loved animals and so I thought maybe biology and i've always loved marine animals sea animals they fascinate me i love whales if you know me already you know this i love whales i love pandas and so i thought maybe i should go for biology and i should do marine biology so one day i was at my home and i was it was i was watching tv and i watched this documentary about whales And let me tell you, it was very traumatic. I cried a lot because it talked about the blue whales, how they go from cold waters to warm waters to have babies. When they were returning to the cold water, um, they encounter orcas, the killing whales. And the killing whales killed the mom and the baby. And that docu- documentary showed everything. That made me cry 
the whole night, and I'm, I'm not even joking. I felt bad for days. And so another、um, account, I was watching TV again. I was watching, I think, Discovery Channel, and I saw this documentary in Africa where a baby, baby what, baby deer? I don't know the name. Was eaten by a tiger, and I, I, until this day, I can hear the babies, the the deer, the baby deer crying, and so I thought I don't agree with the food chain. I think everybody should be vegetarian. I cannot handle this, and so the most logical decision was to quit doing biology. So I was like, yeah, biology. Not for me, so I didn't go for biology. And then, because I love animals, I love pets and cats, and I always want to help them. I thought that veterinarian would be a good career for me. But again, if I see an animal crying or suffering, I suffer with them. I cry with them. I wouldn't be able to help them. And I've heard that the veterinarian school,、um, the veterinary school, it's very hard to go through. You have to do things that sometimes you don't agree, you don't believe. You have to do things that you don't want to. Um, to get good grades, and you have to do experiments with animals, and I also don't believe in that. And so my mom said, you know, I don't think it's a good idea for you to be a veterinarian. So I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. And so I was like, I wanna help people somehow. So I, I should be a doctor. So I thought going to medical school, but growing up with ADHD, I thought that I was unintelligent. I felt dumb many times and incapable of doing such a thing. Medical school in Brazil is very highly competitive, and you need to study in the best schools or just study for hours or just be smart <laughs> to get into college. And so when I decided to go into medical school, I I had that kind of I had like a little hope, but I knew. That I wouldn't be able to get into because I didn't have the brain, and that's what happened. I tried med school and I didn't get into the first year. And after high school, many friends went to college, and I was one of the only ones left out. And I just I was eager to start my life and and start my career and being someone and doing things that would matter and and help the world. And also making money. I was poor, as poor as you can think. You know, like I didn't have money to buy my own clothes. I didn't have money to buy makeup. I didn't have money for anything. My mom would have to battle every day and work to feed us, to feed her family. And so I just wanted somehow to help my mom, and I wanted to give her the life she deserves. You know, my mom always have has always worked her hardest. To give us the best, the best school, the best food, and throughout the years, I saw my mom working so hard and going through ups and downs in life, feeling very discouraged. My mom looks older than she actually is, and I think that she deserves to live a good, stable life. And that's one of my goals: is to make it so I can help her to have that life. Some people think, well, it's not your obligation, and I know that my mom knows that. She keeps telling me it's not your obligation. My obligation as a mom was to raise you as best as I could, and she did. But I don't feel obligated to anything. But I love her so much, and I want to give her back all she gave me 
and I want to give her all she deserves. And it's not about obligation and giving her something in return for raising me well. No, it's way more than that, that in words, I cannot even explain. And so second year roll around, rolled around. And I was like, okay, crap, what I'm going to do? So I thought chemistry, you know, I was never good with numbers, but I loved chemistry. So I was like, okay, chemistry. And then in Brazil, they also have this institution that you can apply for, do their test. And then through them, you can apply to several schools. So it's called NA. So I did NA. My score was very low. And I saw this university far, far away from my hometown, like two, three states away. And I saw this course called Forest Engineering. I had no idea it was Forest Engineering. We do what I could do with that degree, but it had engineering, and so engineers in Brazil are respectful, they are not respectful, but they're respected and they make money, they make tons of money. Um, and then forest, I was like, okay, it's nature, I love nature, I want to preserve, and it's a way to help people and also help the world. The environment is to care for nature, and so I applied for that college. I never thought I would get in, but it turned out that Heavenly Father helped me, and it was a public school, it was a federal school, so top-notch school in Brazil, and I had no idea how to go to college, because as I said before, three states away, different city, I didn't know anyone in that city, I didn't have the money to pay the tickets to fly to that city, I didn't know how I would do it. Told my mom that I got approved and she was like, yeah, I don't think you're, you're going to go because we don't have money to afford you there to pay for your living expenses, to pay for the flight, for housing. Like, there's no way you're going to go. So I spent the weekend crying. And when I tell you this, I mean no joke. I spent all my weekend crying and praying and my mom had an idea. So I was working at a time at a bank as an intern if you call it like that. And we went to that bank and we asked the director to, or the manager to fire me. So in Brazil, if you get fired, you have, um, you receive a support from the government. And, and we said, you know, I want to go to college, blah, blah, blah. So she actually agreed to fire me, to let me go. And um, she also contributed with her own money. There are some good people in the world. I actually had forgotten about that, but she gave me money. Um, and so, I don't know how Heavenly Mother Father made it possible for me to go to college. My first year was a struggle. I had to choose sometimes between lunch and dinner. My mom one day looked at me at a picture and she didn't recognize me because I had lost so much weight. And But somehow I managed to get through college. I got scholarships and I've never failed one class. And then when it was time to get a job, I couldn't find a job. I didn't think I was going to find a really good job. I had never faith in me and my achievements whatsoever. And I ended up going to back to Bauru with my recently adopted dog. Yeah, I found a dog on the street and I was like, yeah, you're mine now. So I took the dog, my stuff, all back to Bauru, São Paulo, the city my mom lives in. 
And I couldn't find any job and for, you know, days and months. And then just seeing my family struggling and not being able to contribute with um, the expenses. I was like, it's time for me to get a job in whatever area I can get. So I ended up working in a call center for one and a half years. Felt pretty miserable. Felt like I wasn't using my brain or anything. At this point, I was 26 years old. So many people in my age had their life, their lives figured out and I didn't. I didn't have a career. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I loved forest engineering, but again, was I supposed to be that? Like, I don't know. And so in 2016, as you guys know, I came to the USA as an au pair because my mom was like, yeah, you can't accept. You can't live this life without wanting more. You can't settle. And that made me want to be more and do more again. And so I came to the USA, spent four years working as an au pair and a nanny. And sometimes I felt pretty low because I went to college. I spent four years in college. I've never failed one class. And I know I am smart. And I know I, I, I am capable of doing great things. And I know that I can contribute so much. And sometimes just cleaning houses, which is a noble job. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the job for me. And it wasn't for me, you know, like sometimes my boss wanted to get through some something and she would just push me or shove me to the side instead of saying, excuse me. And that didn't make me feel better. So if you do have someone who cleans your house, treat them nicely with dignity, with respect. And after getting married, I got laid off. So my boss lost her job, therefore I lost mine. And I looked at my husband, I was like, you know, I, I can't. I can't be a nanny anymore. I, I, I just can't. Being a nanny is hard. You're taking care of others, others' kids, and you're not, their you're not their mom. You're not supposed to educate them. And somehow you ended up doing all of those stuff. And it's just so emotionally draining and heavy. And so I could not do it. And I told my husband, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And he understood. At first, I was very concerned that he would think that I was someone taking advantage of him and his money. I never wanted a sugar daddy. I've always learned that my first job is my first marriage, my, my husband. I've never lived off on someone. And so being financially dependable of my husband takes a toll on my emotional health and anyways I so thought that I wanted to be a lawyer I am fascinated about crime shows and I wanted to work in crime um, as a crime lawyer and I started studying I started taking a certification course I think I started with an associate course actually my plans were to get into law school eventually meanwhile Again, I, f I felt pretty bad about not working. So I was like, you know, I'm good at English. So I may be, I may be, I should teach English. And so I started teaching English on my personal, my, my, my private Instagram. And a friend told me, why don't you make a public account? And I did. And it went so well. I've received so many good and positive feedback. And I found myself at teaching English as a second language. It has everything I've always wanted. 
I can help people. I can grow financially. Um, I am motivated every day and challenged every day because I don't know if you know, but working on the internet, it's challenging, my friend. There are many, comp like there, there is competitors, um, competition. Um, there's a lot, a lot of people who thinks, who think they know better than you do. Anyway, so it's very challenging to grab or to catch people's attention. Um, and so I spent time studying English and studying digital marketing. It was a very challenging year. Sometimes I felt pretty sad because, again, my mainly audience is Brazilians. And when you make money in reais and you convert to dollars, it's kind of fair. So one dollar is five reais. Guys, five reais. So if I make 1,000 reais, I make that divided by five in dollars. You know what I mean? So you, like, if I make 1,000 dollars, what is 1,000 divided by five? Like 200? 200 dollars. Um, so that is very discouraged sometimes and so i spent my year investing time and money my own money into my business i was able to sell some courses i was able to grow my audience on instagram and i'm trying to grow my audience on youtube again um because i teach english in english so you can follow me there follow me on youtube but it's still it's still hard i still don't make enough money to help my house, my, 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 my husband, my family in Brazil. I am still being supported by my husband because all the money I make in my business goes back to my business. I reinvest it until I have enough to have some for myself. And I work day and night here, sometimes even weekends. And you don't see return is not even financially because now I went I like I'm going through this time on Instagram where people are just not communicating with me and I'm giving my all and my best and I used to receive so many good and positive feedbacks and I think people now are just like taking things for granted I don't know but making money I think we all agree we need money to survive and we need money to know that we are appreciated. Our job is appreciated and recognized. Um, so if you buy Apple, you know, you're buying Apple. You're supporting the, the brand, but also you're saying that you believe in that brand, that you like that brand. When you purchase something from me, it's not only about giving me your money. It's about the trust you put on me that out of all courses and all teachers, you want to study with me because you know I am the best. And you know that I'm going to help you get where you want to be ultimately speaking English, communicating in, in English with quality. And so today I woke up very discouraged because um, I'm trying to grow my audience and it's going really slow. And then you start comparing yourself to your competitors, which is not great. But hey, we are all humans. You're going to say, Drelly, don't compare yourself. Is easier said than done. And I try not to compare myself. I do therapy every week. 
I work on myself every day. I know how bad it is to compare. But sometimes we do because we are imperfect and we are here to learn. And so today is one of those days. And then, you know, yesterday I was talking to my husband about what I can do in the, in the meantime while my business doesn't take off. I can teach English as a second language in schools in Texas. So I took a look into that and you have to have like a teaching certification and it's not easy to get and it's not cheap. And my husband highly encouraged me into getting that. But I was like, what is, what's the purpose? I don't want to be an ESL teacher in a school. I want to have my own business and I want to teach on Instagram and on YouTube, on the internet. I want to teach adults. And I don't think my husband and I agree entirely. We don't see eye to eye regarding that. And that really upset me. Sometimes you like, it's not that he doesn't support me, but sometimes I do feel alone. And I know it's hard on him to support our family alone and even supporting my business because that's what he does. Sometimes he supports me in the business. So it's just a tough, tough time. I don't know why I'm opening this to you, but I just wanted you to know that it doesn't really matter where you are. Or it doesn't really matter who you follow. Their lives must look perfect, but it's not. Deep down, they have something that makes them upset. And, and behind the cameras and the smiles and the laughter, they're going through personal things that they don't want to share. They don't feel like sharing. Um, no one's lives... No one's life is easy. And we all have something that we become sad about. We also have things that we need to learn and learning comes sometimes with pain. I don't know what I have to learn. Maybe just learn that to be hopeful and to um, believe. Believe in myself, believe in my business believe that things will get better this is just a face i came along i came so far you know when you compare when i to when i first started back in 2020 i've grown so much i went from zero followers on instagram to 14.5 thousand followers i came from teaching for free to have many many paid students so i am grateful for everything that i've learned and went through this year just today that i'm feeling a little low and discouraged because if i can't teach english i don't know what i'm gonna do guys like i i found myself into teaching english and that's what i want to do forever and if i can't I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I'm 32. I don't, I don't want to reinvent myself again. And everything is time. And everything is money. Anyways. It was not supposed to be a really sad podcast. But it turned out that it, it, it's really a sad one, huh? But life is good. I am still able to support myself. Not me, but my husband is, is able to support us. He makes it pretty good money. It's just, I want, I want, I want to support myself and help with the family. And I want to support my family in Brazil. I want to become known and noticeable. I want to be the best 
English teacher ever. That's why I study so much and I invest so much time and money to study and perfecting my skills. I work on myself every day. Do you think it's easy for me to make a podcast in English when I can listen to it and see my mistakes? Again, we all make mistakes even in our native languages. But when you teach and when you speak English as like a second language, I think you pressure yourself even more. You go hard on yourself. Harder on yourself. But, you know, you hear, listening to this, shows me how much you appreciate me and my work. Shows me that you trust me. And I just wanted to let you know that I'll give my best to this until I can't anymore. Until like I don't have any energy and that Heavenly Father shows me that I should stop and do something else. But I'm going to be here until that happens because this is what I'm good at and this is what I want to do. And I just have to remind myself of that every single day. That's it from me for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And show me a some kind of love by following me. <laughs> and also following me on Instagram. You can also leave your comment below. You can also send me a DM or comment on my Instagram post. I forgot to say that I also have a blog. Yes, I post on a blog every day. So I do a lot of things. I do videos for YouTube. I do podcasts. I do blogs. I do posts dailies for two Instagrams. You can see why I'm so tired and drained, <laughs> but it happens. I wish you all a Merry Christmas. Um, Christmas is this um, Saturday? Yeah, I think Christmas is on Saturday. So I just hope that you spend with your family, people that you love and loves you. Um, people who you love and love you. And also that you may remember that Jesus Christ died for our sins and he loved us so much that he gave his own life for us and that throughout his life he taught us about love compassion kindness forgiveness many and among in in, in many other um teachings and so yeah that is it for me i hope you guys enjoyed or cried with me on this podcast and i'll see you next week bye